Good morning, everyone. My name is Rick Noda. I'm here in beautiful Encinitas, California at T3 Talks. The person sitting right next to me, good friend of mine, Mr. KC, say hello. Now, you guys know I mess up bad names and I, I say I even say Noda. I can mispronounce Noda sometimes, Casey, if I yes, could. Yes, but, you can. But Casey, tell and in session, that's funny, isn't it? Armand, uh, Stevan, sometimes yeah. like I'll tell someone. So Casey, tell everybody who who you are. What's your? How do you properly pronounce your last name? And what you do, man? My name is Casey Rentfro. That's uh, with a T R E N T F R O. Rentfro. Um, not as many Rentfros out there, but um, I. Uh, 27 years old. I'm a licensed real estate agent here in San Diego. Nice. Um, and I've been working out with Rick here for about 11 months and it's been a very life-changing experience. What's the, what's the company you work for, man? Uh, it's called Swell Property. Uh, we're out of uh, Lucadia here, just right down the street. And we cover pretty much from La Jolla to Oceanside. And, nice. Uh, specifically North County Coastal. Well, it's, it's me and Casey uh, the other day, I just like figured out Swell. Yeah. Right. So swell, you guys, those out there, okay, I'm older. Yeah, I'm 47 years old, turning 48. I use the word swell. Yep. Things were swell. Yep. Like, oh, my God, dude, things were swell. Now, you were telling me something like I make fun of the name, like swell, 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 but you were telling me that swell properties is what? Yes, as of last week, swell property is actually the last uh, local brokerage that is a small, small shop here in, uh, in Lucadia and Sneeda specifically. Everyone else um, the surrounding area is bought on by a larger, larger company. So we're the last ones left that are keeping it very local and keeping it, keeping it clean, keeping it everything good. And I like the local presence because you guys, you know, as you, those know in a previous life, I was in the financial uh, industry. But when you get a guy like KC who's local, he knows the market. He knows those pocket listings. He's he's sitting here and he's going to the Lazy Acres. He's seeing Susan and Frank and all those guys. Yep. So he really knows. You know, not only the property, but now it's kind of funny in fitness. You, we've started to see some of the local places here. We've gone to Stone Staff, we've yeah. gone to Swamis, we've gone to Moonlight. So we've got to see some of the local gems. Now, KC, what's kind of nice is when I was in the financial, you know, uh, arena, I pulled off my Marine Corps experience, which is country, and I'll often say uh, spirit or family. Those three core values. Mm -hmm. Now, when we were going through and you know and and talking. You have some really good, awesome, interesting core values. You mind telling telling everyone about what those core values are and, and really how important they are to drive you? Yeah. So I first and foremost, family is certainly, I would say, number one for me. I'm very close with my with my family. Um, I've been given a very great life as far as my upbringing, and I'm nice. beyond beyond grateful for that because I know not everyone necessarily had those opportunities. So I keep in touch with my mom, my dad, and my grandma. Every single day, I talk to them nice. and try to see them. You know, so not I don't know too many people that call their grandma every single day. I'm gonna tell you, yeah. I you know what? I try to call my grandmother, but she's like 93 <laughs> years old. How old is your grandma? She just turned 77. 77, you guys, so. and that's a golden age of just beauty of, of that is 77. Yeah, and and you said so. The family is important, and like and not you know, family helps you with connection, helps you stay grounded. What are the other uh, what other core values you have? Um, out, outside of family, I think. You know, there's just so much negativity in the world and just everything that I come across. And, you know, something I really try to hold true to myself is just to be just to be a good person and, yeah. and to do good to others. I don't judge people. I don't have any immediate, you know, takes on someone. I try to get to know them and give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Well, know, he's as, talking to me, so that's true. Yes. <laughs> trying to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. 
and uh, and not and not try to put certain you know people in, in certain places type of thing. And you know that's something that I I really feel no matter where you're at in life, everyone goes through different things, and you know you don't need to necessarily be judged because of that. And it so. it allows for you to appreciate others more, and it, and it gives you more balance. That's yes. what's really kind of nice is it it allows you to go through if you're not worried about all that. What I call that noise, yeah. you can really just really appreciate people, and you know, and then that provides more balance. Now, yeah. you and I were talking too about you know about being present. I talk all the time about being more mindfulness and mentally. You know, can you give me a good example of like? And I love that because you guys, when we're in session, him and I are talking. He's got his girlfriend in session, and you know, we're always talking and teaching. And he was telling me about something that was really kind of cool when you were like just locked in. It was just recently. Uh, Tell everybody if you don't mind. Yeah, so we just went up to, my girlfriend and I just went up to Mammoth uh, about two, three weeks ago. We went snowboarding, and a big credit to that goes to this individual here as far as getting us in the proper fitness shape to be able to go two days nonstop um, down the mountain. So thank you very much for that, Rick. That's my, that's, I love, I love snowboarding, baby. Yes, so, but, but that, you know, when you're, when you're going down the mountain at a high speed and, you know, you, you have, you can't afford to do anything else. If you're not focusing and locked into the moment in that, you're going to crash. You're going to get into a very serious injury, and it's yeah, it's not good. But as a reflection of that goes to as far as just being more in the moment is just kind of taking that into you know your daily circumstances of whatever you're doing. And there's so many distractions that we have every single day with our phones and social media and just everything out there is just some different ad trying to you know get you get you to do something. And so yeah. personally for me, I'm just kind of, I've used meditation, you know, the past few years as a, as a method to kind of quiet and, you know, sound out the noise and really focus on what I'm trying to do in the present moment with, with where I'm at right now. And then just kind of live, live, through, live for the day and live through the day as opposed to trying to forecast everything, you know, for weeks and months out in advance. It's, it's, and that's nice because, and that's part of like the co-mentorship that we do with each other, mm -hmm. with our athletes, because again, so much of like, compared to what, like you're doing what, you know, versus just saying, I'm taking care of this task this second. Yeah. So much, you know, so much of what we're always putting is sometimes the horse before the cart Correct. and that, you know, I, I'll tell you the good example. And, and this is nice is how I transition. Even some of the stuff like you're being present is like when I was just in cycling camp. When I was in camp, like going down a mountain, very similar on a bike or on a snowboard, what it what it does is it allows for me to believe it or not, breathe and relax. Take a breath. You take, take a, a breath. breath. Now I have an animal that I love that's endeared to myself, and that's the dolphin. And the reason I like the dolphin is because it's an intelligent and it's a it's a relaxing animal. So believe it or not, when I'm going down and and this is the sound, and, and Esteban's heard this like a hundred times, <laughs> is when you're going down, nee, 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 there's nothing more, you know, this you have to find that that animal that you gotta breathe, you gotta relax, because if you don't, like you said, yeah. one faulty move can do that. Correct. So I'm able to transition that. Here's how it transitions. Someone comes in. I had it happen. They're disgruntled, or some guy at Staples is just mad because he's third in line. You know, yeah. that's what you. He's third in line, and he's bad. You know what I tell that guy? I'm I'm in front. Go ahead of me, dude. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You could it's be not, now second. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth and, it. And and that's what's the cool part. Young kids and tell you said you're 27, correct? Yeah. So at 27 years old, you guys, Casey has learned the lesson that it took me to learn at 45 years old. That take away the anger. So much of what we're doing, it's 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 fueled by anger, not being present, not having the balance. But I'll be and, and Casey has, has heard some of my other uh, podcasts. 
he, it starts with those core values. Yeah. But having that family appreciation and balance, that's your core values and everything else goes from there. Yeah. Now, another, another thing I would say to that is also is, you know, one thing through reading and different, you know, just kind of been meditating consistently for a long time is to try to get, really get rid of the ego. So, you know, the, who, that, that's some, that's one, I would say one item that yes. is really, it's hard to do because we all have it. We all think, you know, we are entitled to this or have a certain expectation of that. But at the end of the day, when we can, when we can eliminate ourselves from, from your ego and, and not let that be a factor, then you can really, it, it really puts things in, in perspective. And the me. ego, and you guys, the ego is, is such a small thing that kind of, but can be such a big thing. It can be massive. It can be it, massive. It, it can it can dictate your life one hundred percent. And something as simple as you know, ego. For instance, an example of ego to me is you know not wanting when you see other people succeed or when you see you know different things on you know nowadays with social media and everything else. It's you know people get jealous and people people aren't necessarily happy for that person. Right. And that's yep. because your ego is not letting you be happy because you think you, you that should be you. Right. When really, to me, it's you should be happy for that person because we're all in this to win. And that's, we're, all, we're all here to live life, and we're all here to have fun. And if they're winning, and they should be celebrating it, you should be celebrating it with them. And, I, and I almost believe, and in, in this is why you have a, a skill set above other realtors, because when you're negotiating for your clients, you don't have emotion involved, yeah. which I think is awesome. Your ego isn't involved either because what you're trying to do is find, you know, a good, um, even middle for both parties. Yeah. And, that, and, that's, and that's really important. So with that being said, think about just recently how being present and your balance has helped you with, in a transaction with a client via negotiation or to winning them over just in the last few years, you know, because as, as a realtor, I know you have maybe one or two stories that <laughs> Oh Maybe. yeah, there's there's always there's always this. <laughs> Get a realtor talking about his clients, and yeah. you won't stop. So we only have about another ten. No, just kidding. Correct. Go Correct. ahead. Go so, ahead. No, there, there's there's always different you know clients and different needs and all different sorts of crap that happens in, in a transaction. But I think a lot of it is just simply not. It's not being emotional about it because it's that's the client who's being emotional. Your job is to simply just be even keel and point out the facts and help them help guide them through the process to where if something makes sense or if it doesn't make sense but the biggest difference between me and most people is if something doesn't make sense you call it out you let them know and you advise not to do it right that's the difference that's and as opposed to trying to put someone in a situation just because you can get a check and that's the difference that I can honestly say for me yeah of how I personally feel I separate myself apart from the rest is it's not about me. It's never been about me. I'm just I'm just someone who guides someone through the process, and I have the courage to be able to tell someone to walk away, even if it's the dream place. But it's because that's what's right to do. Right. And it's because it's their best interest and not mine. That's how I think. That's how I was raised. That's how that's how I do business. Period. And it's I keep it black and white. I don't have the emotion. And it's does this make sense or no? If not, why is it worth it? If yes, then let's analyze every pro and con to it. If not, then move on and it's, find it's, something else. It's like our, you know, and one of the reasons why I believe we gel as coach, uh, coach yeah. to athlete is that exact authenticness. Yeah. You know, to me, that's still, that comes in our core values of accountability. Yeah. So what you're doing is, and and as a as a realtor, your fiduciary duty, your bundles of rights, is to do exactly that. Just like me as a nurse, yeah. as an advocate, is to put 
it's a put our feelings aside to make sure that the transaction is in the best interest. And it's really hard to do that a lot of times yeah. because emotions involved. You're literally telling someone in a good way because I think that's the right thing. This is not the deal for you because eight out of every 10 realtors will put that person in the yeah. house. And, and you know what? And this, and I've lived through it on the finance side because the realtor doesn't get the call. The finance guy gets the call that says, why did you screw me over? Yeah. The realtor screw, screwed me over because I'm in a house that I can't afford. And now we're, I, I have to go do something that, you know. Yeah. And I never want to hear that story because yeah. I often tell someone, and you do too, you're selling houses not just once. You're selling houses for their families, their friends. We go to their, you know, go to their house. And I even, you know, as a barbecue, you want to be that guy that's hanging around and like, hey, there's my guy. There's my real estate yeah. guy. There's my fitness guy. Because that's why we're, we're, I think that I work with very few people, but the people that we do work together right. with are the ones that understand that that's what they want, that accountability. Yeah. And some people will get mad at you and I. That's cool. But you know what? The nice part about that is they'll find someone that fits their needs, right. and so will we. Yeah. And so I mean, we're not, you know, each and, you know, to the both of us, there's, there's, there's a perfect fit for every situation. Yep. And, you know, sometimes with, personality styles and whatnot it's not always the perfect fit for me or for someone else because i i work a certain way you work a certain yep. way and everything else but as rick just mentioned it's it's that accountability and a, a perfect example of that actually took place this morning <laughs> uh as rick decided to call me out for certain things in fitness uh, and, and this whole year has been a, a, a big learning curve for me of me questioning myself and just everything about you know consistency and what am I not doing enough of and it's the reason I'm working with him is simply what he just did this morning of calling me out of what I'm doing and what I'm not doing and that's that's why I'm here and and I'll tell you thank you for that Casey because yeah. the part of of and, and I use it I'll use a guy like David Goggins so David Goggins is talking to Joe Rogan on his podcast you guys and it was, it's just one of the things that way Marines are kind of in, in special forces guys have done. It's the limiters sometimes that we put in our mind. Yeah. And I myself have done that to me. And one of my biggest limiters, you guys, is doing admin work. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I can always live in the fitness world. I can always do that. But the minute I have to get down and really do with my dyslexia, Same. my ADD, it's, you, you avoid it. But in the Marine Corps, we used to always say this. Keep going, keep using that initiative, keep using that initiative, and then work on that judgment. Because if it didn't work out the greatest, or yeah. maybe you didn't do it the right, that's okay. But that's something where you and I can continuously keep working on, is we're going to keep having that initiative and mastering that judgment. And, and I will tell you guys, that is what really fitness is about, you guys. The reason I talk about fitness as Casey was able to be vulnerable right there, that vulnerability is how you get better. Because that takes courage. That courage is what it's going to do so that your, your coach can get together so that it is the, the ability for you guys to work to what? To get mentally tough, to establish that grit. Now, grit is something I believe I can teach. If some people feel that they can't, but you can teach grit. Grit is me driving to his house at 5 o'clock in the morning, knocking on his door, getting him up. That's a way to cultivate grit. He, he did that. <laughs> I sprained my ankle on Friday and I decided not to show up because I wanted to rest it and Rick didn't accept that <laughs> and decided to show up and literally wake me up in bed at 5am and, <laughs> and I could not go back to sleep Yeah, I did after that and I had a mental I wouldn't even say it was a breakdown but just a mental 
confusion for about 30 minutes after that of just what happened? <laughs> Why would just happen? Did, did I just did, get <laughs> did did he really just walk into my house and wake me up? And after that, ultimately it just made me believe or not believe but just understand that who else is going to do that? <laughs> no one. Thanks, brother. Cuz you know what? No one. No I, one. No one. Name another coach that would do that. I it that is just in that is just next level, uh, next level accountability, more than anything. I mean, that's I, I, I cannot even imagine anyone else doing that. And, and I expect it from him because <laughs> I know him. But to to actually have it happen, yep, was mind blowing to me. And and I will tell you that that instant, someone did it to me. That's why I give that. You know, there as I was a marine, or if I was in a real estate business. It takes just that one person. And you guys have heard, for me, it's Robbie Ventura. Yeah. As that guy, Robbie Ventura, why did this pro cyclist care about me? He could care less. you know. And here's the reason, bro. We care. Yeah. Because we care for you to be ultimately better. That's where it comes in, where yeah. those community, accountability, and then fun. Yeah. And that's really what it is. Now, I will tell you this, is that KC is a great realtor. He's a great friend. He's a great mentor. So if, if you're in anywhere in the local area or if you're transitioning, if you live in like the East Coast and you want to come out to live out here, have Casey uh, at Swell uh, Properties really kind of take care of your real estate needs. Uh, the other thing that I love about this is he, uh, is he can do a current market analysis. Really, right now, we're getting close to the end of the year for taxes, and the biggest asset you have is your home. Yep. So sometimes, not even knowing the value of your home, as a finance guy, does it, are you getting taxed correctly? Are you getting overcharged in taxes? And some of those things can be, uh, could, be, could be accomplished by just doing a current market analysis of your property. And that is a nice way to, again, as you're getting your returns, to use that if you're getting money, or like me, <clears throat> usually got to pay money, yep. all right? At least you know that you're, you're not just guessing on what your property is. You're hiring a professional. And then what's nice is in the period that it takes you, maybe three, five, six, seven years, yep. guess what? You will the relationship with someone so that the minute you go out there, you don't feel like you're getting screwed over. Correct. And that's what happens with most people. Most people don't have a relationship. I have a realtor. I have a CPA. I have a doctor. Guess what? That's my ecosystem. And with that ecosystem, those are all professionals that I rely on. They're not screwing me over. There are people that have that same motivation for us to be better. So, Casey, right. always, thank you so much for coming. Uh, and here's, here's what this will air on Thursday, you guys, on our SoundCloud. Please tell your friends about us. And like I often like to thank Panicking Coffee House for providing us our coffee. Our motivation will inspire us to be better. See you guys. <laughs> For more information about T3 Body, check out our website at t3bodyencinitas.com. On our social networks, we're available on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you'd like to speak to me directly, that number is 760-405-2445.